Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what do I mean by do the rest? I mean create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, thinking thoughts, brainy thoughts, thoughts of whatever. You know, blah, 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 whatever, like a ticker tape like of thoughts like broadcasting broadcasting this just in you're no good this just in what a disappointment you know stuff like that whatever's going on if you have a freaking World War II announcer or whatever like from those movies from the History Channel as your inner critic man hopefully this podcast helps but what you're going to do is I'm going to distract you from those thoughts by telling you a story, we're just talking. And I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying. Listen, try to visualize. But, you know, you don't have to concentrate because I'm just going to, you know, meander around like a river out in the countryside that uh, it's, it's meandering enough so it doesn't get stagnant, but it ain't racing like some river where trouble starts. So if that that trick, let my, my voice trickle trickle away the nasty thoughts in your brain or something like that like down it's just floating see your thoughts are just floating down that river so slow like uh so natural they're gone and the, the, don't worry they're gonna get caught on a log and they'll be there in the morning the log's near the foot of your bed when you get up in the morning you'll see oh yeah i forgot about you frog brain or whatever lizard brain let me pop you back in let's go about our regular life but tonight I'm going to try to help you get a decent night's sleep. Really soothe you, lull you, bore you, however you want to define it. That's what we do here. If it's your first time here, welcome. All I can ask is you try this podcast. It's here. It's a little bit silly, strange, weird, off the beaten path. And uh, meant to, you know, make you, give you a little tiny smile, maybe. I mean, me, I'm big time frowner. So believe me, for me to try to give, make anybody smile is uh, a tall order. Uh, but that's what, and then, you know, just pay a little bit of attention. You don't got to give me your whole attention. You don't even have to listen to the whole show. I hope you don't. I hope you're, you know, some of you might already be asleep, but that's what we do. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Or just sleepwithmepodcast.com. You don't feel like putting those W's in. Or you're a potential fundamentalist, as we talked about, and you don't want the W's to to derail you. Sleepwithmepodcast.com. This is a a one-shot episode, so there's no extra website stuff. If you need to get a hold of me, you want to express something, talk to me, tell me a story, say, hey, your podcast makes me think of this. You know what drives me nuts about you? Don't send that. One. Don't send that one. But you know, if you need to, I'd rather you get it out and get it. You know, say it to me. Say it to me. Then keep it in. You know, I don't know. But so the feedback at Sleep With Me podcast is the email address. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. You can get me on Facebook. Uh, some Sleep With Me podcast. I think you can comment on the website, or you can. Um, 
email me, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash S-A-S-E. It's all our mailing address info. And uh, if I haven't got back to you, it's because I've had a torrent of positive feedback lately from you wonderful people. So I'll get back to you soon, as soon as I possibly can. So that's it. That's how you get a hold of me. That's what this podcast does. Again, I hope I help you fall asleep if you if you only come here once or twice. Or I help, you know, I help become part of your wind-down routine. You know, if this podcast doesn't help you fall asleep because it's not um, uh, something, but you still like it, you could listen to it while you brush your teeth and stuff. Again, you don't have to, if you miss something, it's not going to be important. Uh, one important thing for tonight if you, when you leave the house, shut the oven off, okay? That's it. Or And the stove. Shut the stove and the oven off. Okay, there. You heard it. You know, that's it. That's the only thing you have to remember. And you don't even have to remember that because you're not going to be cooking while you're asleep, I hope. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. And uh, that's it. Let's get on to tonight's episode. Okay, tonight we're, uh, we're on our freestyle uh you know, off season, I guess maybe, maybe, I don't know what to call it, but we don't have a serial story because I want to catch, get caught up on some requests and because I get requests and I have a pretty rigid structure around here <laughs> because uh, that's how I get things done, to be honest with you. But it's nice to have a little break and to be able to do some new stuff or different stuff. So tonight we're bringing, I'm grant, filling requests with a real time recipes episode. If this is your first, there's only been one episode, Real-Time Recipes. It's uh, technically it would be where we're doing recipes in real time, which would be incredibly boring. And again, it's like based on my uh, pop culture addiction or the fact that I was raised by television in a good way. A lot of people say that. And that so I have the self-addressed stamped envelope thing because I love the game shows and I always was like, what's that? And this is like, you know, Letterman or um, Johnny Carson or Conan or any of those other shows. They bring on somebody to cook and their food's already done and it's done in 10 seconds. Even the cooking TV shows. And that's not boring. That's in it. A lot of those shows are really entertaining. I mean, heck, the friggin' uh, cooking shows are off the charts. I mean, I hear people, this is popular. So. Uh, this is not to capitalize on the popularity. It's just to contrast and make that boring. So we got two recipes. Tonight I'm going to try to cover two recipes. Now there's a couple things we um, I'm going to get out out ahead of time um, because I don't want to offend anybody. Now again, I don't I don't want to whatever hedge my bets very much on this podcast or like try to you know please everybody. But I want to make sure this is to put it out there. For you guys, you know, I'm going to give you some basic recipes. Now, if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, uh, if you don't eat pork products, those I have great respect for you. If you don't eat gluten uh, or wheat, I have great respect for you. And I understand a lot of people, that's like a, a preference. Some people, it's a cultural or religious necessity. And some people, it's a physical health necessity. So I'm going to give you the basics of these recipes, but I would love to hear from people. I know I got a couple people out there. Bethany's the one that comes to the top of my head that write blogs about food and recipes. I think hers is G-free, gluten-free. But yeah, share with me how to tweak these recipes or how you would tweak them. Damon, my buddy, 
in the big S day or the San Diego. I don't know if it's the big S day, but uh, uh, he shared with me, you know, his, uh, I think I shared about his twists on the flatbread pizza with um, some, I don't know, vegan cheese. I'd, I'd have to look back at the rest, old rest. But anyway, so I'm going to put that out there ahead of time. He's that, yeah, I can't please everybody when it comes to recipes, and I, I can barely, but I try it. So these are easily adaptable by someone that knows what they're doing, but I'm not, I don't want to try to go down the road of, like, offering alternatives and then screwing everything up. I prefer a screwed up my way. All right, so that's uh, caveats or whatever the hell they are. Now, so we're going to do two recipes tonight, ideally, and they're both, I had one uh, last night for dinner as a, you know, prep. And then the other one I had, um, I think on last Monday, probably last Monday, maybe two Mondays ago. So these are both, uh, one is like become a regular part of my cooking and the other one is more of a treat food. So, and unfortunately I don't have, I, I probably, when I get down to doing the show notes, I'll think of fancy um, terms for it. The recipes, but one is a pasta recipe, creamy pasta recipe. So again, another one, lactose people. You might want to stock up on lactose pills because this is going to have some cream. And so it's a creamy pasta recipe. And the other one is a meat. We're gonna we're gonna do a basic meatball. Uh, you know, uh, whatever architecture. I don't know what the hell you call it, but we're gonna add in a very Americanized twist on the meatball. And these are both recipes. The, the pasta recipe was adapted. I've been cooking this pasta recipe for at least 12 years. It was in some cookbook that was made of paper and staples that had Italian recipes in it. I have no idea. And I tweaked it. So fair trade or whatever the hell it's called. Um, it doesn't, it only partially represents what I saw, but it's a basic herb pasta recipe, herb cream pasta. The other one, now, I don't want to toot my friggin' own horn because it's so basic, but I made the made it up, so there. Um, okay, so I grabbed my notes here, and I gotta. So we're gonna first thing we do is our shopping list. It'll be on. Don't worry yourself about uh, shopping lists in your head. You know, you're in bed. You know, we're, this is real time recipes here, but uh, so it'll all be in the show notes. How good it'll be, I don't know. This is a podcast to put you to sleep, not to friggin' cook your dinner. And again, like I said, if these things need, to, if your teeth need to be brushed, like I can't come brush your teeth for you, regular people. But if you're some crazy billionaire and you understand boundaries, you know I there is a price. You no, know, you know I have standards, so it's like not a price to do anything. But I'll come brush your teeth, but it's going to cost you. I said like about, depending on once we have a, a, a appointment to discuss it, about ten grand. A, Around so that's like if you do it twice a day, it's twenty G's, and that doesn't count expenses, um, and that's no perversions. And so cooking wise, you you don't want to hire me as your personal chef because I'm not a cook. I mean, I'm a cook. I'm not a chef. And but again, if you need me to come to your house and cook for you, uh, for you dinner one time, hundred grand probably. So hundred grand. Is maybe my my starting price. So if you and again, I'm not gonna. I would have to check your accounts first because I don't want to bankrupt anybody. You'd have to be able to afford it. But so that's uh, just putting that out there for any trillionaires that are listening, that really like like blowing your money. 
But again, if you're like someone that I come to get to your house and it's like MC Hammer in the old days, I probably won't take your money and I'll probably leave because I feel like guilty. Uh, so again, this neither here nor there. Okay, so shopping list. Now we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna buy everything tonight except for salt and pepper, on the assumption you got nothing uh, of the stuff. But um, you might have some basics like garlic and onion at your house already. And I'm talking, you know, garlic, not garlic powder, olive oil. Did I say onion? I meant olive oil. But so we're gonna run down for the pasta. This is our shopping list. We need uh, olive oil, garlic, salt and pepper, Parmesan cheese, basil, fresh basil, fresh parsley. Um, Note on the parsley, uh, normally people recommend Italian parsley. I've been having bad luck with my Italian parsley lately in this recipe and in other recipes um, where it – and maybe there's a chef out there listening that could tell me why it – it smells a little oily. It's clean, and I wash it, but it smells a little oily. Like, I'm talking motor oil when I start to cook it. So I've been moving more away from the flat-leaf parsley to the um, fuzzy, I don't know what the hell you call it, the regular parsley. Italian, I think, is flat-leafed and the other kind, but but that's not important. Get some parsley and... um yeah, get the non-flat leaf if you can, just just in case. I don't want to be oiling you up. So basil, parsley, heavy cream, bacon, and then we're going to get fresh tortellini. Now, when I say fresh tortellini, uh, I mean the tortellini you get in a refrigerated section. You can get in any supermarket. We're going to do all our shopping tonight at Trader Joe's uh, because of the value and the convenience. Again, I'm not a shill for Trader Joe's. But I'm going to show for them right now for free is that um, they've got some pretty good fresh pastas in their um, refrigerated section. You get all the stuff for both these recipes there. And I drink about a pound of coffee a week. Uh, You know, you don't, it's just not just uh, mental problems that make me this nutty. It's caffeine. Um, I stopped drinking coffee at noon, though, by the way, uh, or before noon. Um, but I drink about a pound of coffee a week, five ninety nine, for a ground French roast at Trader Joe's, a pound. You can't get coffee, like, at that price that's decent anywhere. Now, I'm not a coffee snob, and maybe it's not free trade coffee, which, you know, then I'm going to have to, you know, feel bad about myself. But, um, again, just one thing. Now, if, if you have, let's not go, let's not go down politics road tonight. So that's the shopping list is a tortellini. Now, tortellini, here's my advice when you get the tortellini. We're going to make uh, enough for two Trader Joe's packages of tortellini. Now, at your regular supermarket, you're going to get like some Butoni is normally the, the the brand that they carry. It's green. They used to have another name, but it either got bought or they changed their name. But – um. I'd recommend a, like a three or four cheese tortellini is pretty standard. And then Trader Joe's has something called, with, that's not called tortellini, but it's the same thing. It's just like a bag. It's a tortellini, but instead of being that tortellini shape, it's a little baggy-looking tortellini called like praline or parkaline or I don't know what the hell it's called. But um, I'm getting some deja vu in here. Did I already do this episode? But anyway, that's got some like... Um, 
some some meat in it and something. So I use I get one of each of those. Okay, so that's um, but this is just the shopping list. We'll do the what am I doing? So the other shopping list we're gonna get two pounds of ground beef. Again, this is something you can totally tweak, uh, but we're doing eighty twenty ground beef because this is an Americana recipe. Um, you're gonna get a bag of Trader Joe's taco seasoning. We're going to get eggs. We're going to get a thing of breadcrumbs, a package of breadcrumbs. And then you're going to get some taco fixings, whether you get sour cream, cheese, and hard tacos, or you get soft-sell tacos and guacamole, whatever the hell you want, taco fixings, just like we did pizza fixings. That's a very personal thing. Salsa, I don't know what the hell you put on your tacos, but um, maybe I don't want to know. I'll tell you what I would put on them. Um, this is a pro tip bonus is, uh, you buy sour cream, a couple limes, and you have some smoked paprika. You squeeze those limes into the container, sour cream, stir it up. Now you might have some spillage there, so be careful. Then you sprinkle, uh, the, um, smoked paprika in there. I don't know if you can buy smoked paprika at Trader Joe's. And then you stir it up and it'll get red. Don't overdo it, but don't underdo it. That. You can put on tacos. You can put them on tour. Whatever the heck you. It's great. It's got some lime tang. It's got the sour cream tang, and it's got a little spicy smoked paprika. So boom, that's you know, whatever. I don't know. Use it or don't. All right. So that's our shopping list. Oh, bake. I said bacon, right? I think I said bacon. I don't remember. Um, now if, if we're going to, we're going to head out to Trader Joe's right now by, you know, the virtual magic, pot, magic podcasting. But if you, uh, want to do any prep, cook, you know, if you got an extra day, cook your bacon ahead of time. Uh, however you choose to cook, cook your bacon. Again, you can buy your ba- bacon any way you want. We'll talk about that at Trader Joe's, but again, don't leave the oven or the stove on. If you cooked your bacon, you know, drain it on paper towels and refrigerate it or whatever the hell you do with it. Okay, let's go. I'll meet you at Trader Joe's, okay? Or, like, you want to meet at the parking lot? Probably let's meet at the parking lot, um, uh, but in a non-creepy way. So probably not the parking lot. Like, I'll wait for you, uh, like, across, you know, when you cross the street from the parking lot to the well, uh, sidewalk. I'll meet you at the sidewalk. Hey, hey it's good to see you. Uh, if, uh what, 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 how about this weather, huh? Are you ready to go into Trader Joe's? Okay, great. Um, I'll take the cart. You just, uh, you know, you, no, you can't ride on the cart because it says it's like under 38 pounds. Oh, yeah, no, you can't. Okay. So, okay. And keep an eye out for JoJo and the other friggin' two elephant boy, elephant boy or whatever it's called and um, panda bear or something. They or JoJo's a panda bear. I don't know because you can get a lollipop or something. All right, so we're gonna take it right here. Now we're in the um, right on the right here is uh, basil. Oh no no, it's not. That's basil's over there. Parsley's here. Now this is the uh, flat leaf parsley. They don't have the freaking curly cue, but we're gonna buy it just to say we bought it. Okay, we're gonna keep going, and they have some parmesan here. Now we have a selection. I'm gonna get the Italian. Parmesan Reggiano, legit, and we'll we'll um, shred it when we get home. All right, next on that I, second island over there is where they usually have the basil. Now you can get that. 
on the other side they have organic, but we'll just get the regular basil for now because I don't I don't have any idea what the difference is. So and the downside is they give you a lot of basil. So we'll have to you have to find another use for the basil. Maybe make some margarita pizzas. On yeah, that's a great idea. Great idea. You are. Whew. Did I tell you how great you look today? Man, can't believe that people don't tell you that nonstop. You look great. All right. You've been working. What have you been doing? Just walking? Yeah, people say that walking is so good for you, and I can tell. It's like you're glowing. Anyway, um, I was going to curl around here. So we got the cheese. We got the basil. Okay, so now we got the meat section coming up here, and we're going to grab two of those packages of ground beef. Now, a little tip. Uh, if we, they also have the New Zealand, uh, grass-fed ground beef in the frozen section. It's around the same price. And then they have, I've always wanted to do this. They have dark, they have like dark turkey meat and regular turkey meat ground here sometimes. So, but we're just going to get the 80-20. It's the most, it's economical. That's another thing I love about it. Two packages. Okay. And then we're going to go up here. Now you see they have the two kinds of bacon, that apple wood. But they also have these bacon ends, and um, we're gonna grab that. It's two ninety nine for a pound. You really can't go wrong with it. Sometimes you're gonna get way too much fat, but we'll just deal with that. You know, when we get home, uh, we're not gonna worry about it. Okay. All right. Can you go run back there? See where I'm pointing that girder that's holding up the roof. There's a, a garlic on that girder, um, and then I'm gonna go get this cheese from this this. I've got a crush on her, so just give me, but I'm just going to get cheese. I'm afraid to talk to her, but, you know, hopefully she'll just tell me she's in love with me this time instead of just, like, usually she talks to somebody else who asks. Anyway, I'll, I'll meet you back at the cart. Hey, yeah, that was the magic of the, this is, you should, you should go back there and try some of this. It's like some sort of cheese with truffles in it. And then I asked her if truffle was a mushroom. She said no. So, okay, let's keep shopping. No, don't worry about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. It's like uh, some some guy said to her, what's up? That works here. So I bet you it doesn't matter. It's not a big thing. Um, eggs. So grab a thing of eggs. Great. Oh, I, you're like a mind reader. You open eggs and check it too. I never do that. And then I always get home and once busted. Thank you. Okay, now right to the... To the right of the eggs, which we would could have missed, is the tortellini. Now, see here, those are the four cheese. So we're going to get a package of that. And then those are the pracon leans or whatever the heck it's called. They got that um, prosciutto in them and then some other stuff. So we're going to grab them. Now, I want, you, I want to show you this right on the uh, packages. You see the uh, four cheese tortellinis, they cook for five to seven minutes. And the praline friggin' thingamajigs, they ser- they cook for two to three minutes. We just want to remember that. That's going to be one of your special jobs, okay? Oh, thank you. Okay, so we're going to curl around. Here's the uh, milk and stuff. We're going to grab the uh, heavy whipping cream there, just the regular one. Yeah, it's like white and purple. And a nice color. Um, it's actually the color of the podcast, those purples, because uh, my buddy Scotty. Uh, great. Grab that. All right, we're going to skip the frozen aisle. Um, and then this next aisle right there is the olive oil. Now I'll tell you what I I don't I don't know anything about anything, but I get the non, the regular that Spanish olive oil there. It's non-virgin. I think if you use the virgin, it's better for um, when you're using it for one of them is better for 
vinaigrette type stuff, but I think this stuff is, I don't know. I, I just buy, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but whatever. Grab that. Um, hopefully at some point I'll be able to bump into the unfiltered, you know, olive oil category. I'm not there yet, but, uh, you know, one day, you know, right? One day we'll, you know, we'll book a vacation and freaking uh, on the beaches of freaking somewhere drinking unfiltered olive oil. Uh, what do you say? All right, so we got the olive oil. We're going to assume we have salt and pepper at home, right? All right, so we're going to take, we're going to go to this line. We're going to hang a right. That girl's just, okay, don't look at her. Don't look at her. She's the cheese. Yeah, she's cute. It should be, yeah, be more than that. So hang a right. No, no. Please don't introduce me. He was, no, I was not wondering. I was, hi, hi. No, yeah, I was trying to make a joke about the, uh, we're truffles and mushrooms and, uh, you know, poisonous mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, no, we're just friends, but, uh, we're good friends. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I don't have a podcast. I mean, I do have a podcast, but that's nothing to be, to be, oh, you love podcasts? Okay, well, I, you know, believe it or not, I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. So this is awkward because I was been trying to, you think that's cute? That's the kiss of death, though. <laughs> oh, you laugh at that. Okay, we get, we actually got to get shopping, but it, Okay, I will say stop and say hi before I go. It's a pleasure meeting you, and I mean that. I, I, I like smiling at that too. Okay, so yeah, thanks, thanks for embarrassing me. But yeah, maybe one day. Well, thanks, you know. I think I get it. You care about me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm. I know I'm red because I feel red on the inside too, but of the good kind. So we're in a swing, but we gotta. I gotta stay in the zone. Thank you. Well, I'll probably maybe I'll ask for a number, but I don't know if I have the courage to do that. But so we'll take it right here. It's a taco section. Yeah, I do have. I'm not trying to ignore. Thank you, but we gotta concentrate. So. There's taco shells if you want taco shells. Yeah, I'm trying to recover because you did embarrass me, but in a good way I said it. And then there's the taco seasoning. Again, look at the label here. Most taco seasoning that you get at the regular supermarket asks for one pound of beef. This is a two-pounder bag. You can use it all, so just remember that. But we got two pounds of beef, so we're set. And then there's the breadcrumbs. We're going to grab the breadcrumbs, and I think we're pretty set with everything. Um, so if you want to grab any taco seasoning or anything, oh, I should go grab it and you'll get in line and pay for it. Okay. No, I swear. I'll meet you. Oh, I guess I'll meet you back at the house. So we have everything. The one other thing, let me grab some cilantro, and but I'll bring it with me. Okay, I got an idea. Oh, hey, yeah, I beat you home. I'm boiling water here. So, yeah, come on in. And I cooked... Believe it or not, I got home so fast that I cooked. Did I ask her out? Possibly, possibly. No, that's not. Doesn't mean it's a no. It means I. I maybe I did. Um, what's her? No, please. We got to get this podcast episode done. So, I'm boiling the water. It's not boiling. I cooked the bacon. Now you're gonna notice. Um, I've already chopped the bacon up. We've got about two handfuls of bacon set aside there. In a Rachel Ray style, we just have it in a bowl ready. So that's ready. The bacon's prepped and done. 
and the water's going to be boiling for the pasta. Now, while the water boils, I'm going to chop this garlic up. Um, I'm chopping up five cloves. You want between two and five cloves, depending on how you like your garlic. So I'm chopping it, chopping it, chopping it. Um, yeah, she was, see, she's like an understated beauty, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's going on with you? Well, I mean, what can I say? Uh, people are fools for not knowing how wonderful you are. Um, it's a good thing we have this whole, you know, just friendship thing uh, with underlying attraction where we said it, you know, I feel like I'm in a freaking uh, Molly Ringwald movie when I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, I don't know if I feel more like Andrew McCarthy or um, the guy that's on My Two Men or whatever, whatever that show's called that Charlie Sheen was on. Uh, giant crier. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't relate to either one of those actors. Not in none on. So garlic's chopped. So we're gonna set that aside. I don't feel like doing dishes, so I'm just gonna push it. I got this big cutting board, so I'm gonna push it into a little pile on its own. And then um, we're gonna make the pasta first. Sorry, and then I, I got, I'm still off from you. You know, love bombing me or whatever you want to call it. So we're going to chop up two handfuls of basil and about three quarters of a handful of uh, parsley. And we can chop that all together. So I'm going to chop that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess more Cam and Fry is who I am really to as opposed to those two guys. Even though I know he wasn't in like a romantic comedy. The Ferris Bueller, there was romance in it. And Charlie Sheen. But yeah, Cameron Fry. Well, but I don't have. I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm definitely not Ferris, though I idolize Ferris. Um, so that's it. The basil and the parsley's chopped, and we're gonna put that in its own pile here. Okay, the water's boiling. So remember from the labels, and, and this is an important part here, is uh, we're gonna undercook the pasta by one minute. So we're gonna put the uh, tortellinis in now, and they gotta go for five minutes. So we're gonna. They're going to be done in four minutes. And the praline pasta needs two two to three minutes, so we're going to pull that out. So we're going to put that in, and in two minutes we'll put the praline in, and then we'll um, pull it all out. Okay, so let me know in two minutes. So we got the bacon. Okay, we're shred the cheese here. I'm going to open this cheese up. I got my shredder. So I'm shredding it. And again, I, I like to shred about um, two palmfuls. Like this container at the bottom of my shredder that catches the cheese. How handy is that? Uh, so that's about two palmfuls anyway. So I'm just going to fill that up with the shredded cheese. And the spilling cheese, what I do is, since I just put it in with the basil and the Parmesan. Okay. So, um, yeah, has that, has that been two minutes? Two minutes in heaven? I remember seven minutes in heaven. Uh, Jennifer Connelly was in that movie. Anytime I think about that movie... I have day, some sort of crazy deja vu and panic attacks at the same time from that movie. Um, okay, put the praline in. It's been two minutes. And then we're going to get the, we're going to do a little prep here. We're going to get a colander. And in about 45 seconds, we're going to start to get the water going as cold as we can from the faucet. Okay. Let me just double check everything. Okay, I need you to um, open up the heavy cream and the olive oil. Okay, and all right, the pasta's done, and we're we're put it in the colander. Pour the 
boiling water. I'm going to use protection, obviously. Yeah, of course I would use, I mean, that face, her face was off. But, yeah, of course I use protection. I mean, not that I, you know, what I needed. <laughs> um, so pouring it, okay, so we have the pasta. It just fills. Now hit it with cold water. Now two things. We got to get all this pasta. We got to get the pasta down, the temperature down. Now you're, one thing safety-wise, because I care about you, is don't stick your hand in there because there's still, even though as the outside of the pasta goes, you just shake the calendar like that. Yeah, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Well, not really, because then the pasta would go over. Or more shake it like your Jiffy Pop popcorn. And then um, now slowly start your finger in the middle of the pasta. It kind of feels your hands are clean, right? Okay. So we're gonna get the we want to get the center of the pasta cooled, and, and then but we don't want to burn yourself. And then kind of as it gets cooler, shake it around and feel if it's all the pasta cool. There's no more boiling going on. Okay. And maybe you keep doing that for a few more minutes. I know. Um, we have this magical system for recycling this water so it's not being wasted. So that's positive thing too. But um, get that pasta cooled. You could have used an ice bath maybe, but I don't – that sounds so fancy and out of my league. Um, but, yeah, good job I'm getting the pasta down. Now I'm going to start this um, other pan, which is like a uh, – could be any kind of pan that you're going to um, – you can uh, fill up with liquids and fry in. I use actually the thing we just made the pasta in, uh, like because it's it's not it's stainless steel, but it could be a nonstick pan if you have that. But uh, so I'm gonna put it back in the heat, and I'm, I'm gonna actually I'm putting on a different burner because I want to get the temperature just to medium, and then see watch the olive oil. I'm gonna do three glugs, glug glug glug, and then swirl that around. I'm gonna get that up to medium. Pasta's good, right? Just keep it. You can keep it on the side there. Now, um, the, as the olive oil heats up, uh, you want to, usually you can tell if it's heated up. Some people say it shimmers. I can just tell because it smells like a little olive And we want to get to medium. Let's just stay medium. Like if you if you cook a lot, you can go to medium, medium, high. But if you're not a regular cook, keep it at medium because what we're going to do is now that my olive oil is hot, I'm going to add the garlic. This is a critical part here is that um, you can't burn the garlic because that'll uh, – it's not good. You want to barely get the garlic um, cooked golden but barely golden. Um, so what usually what I do is I throw the garlic in because I'm going to be over medium high, but I'm going to pull the pan off of the heat, swirl it while my garlic cooks. It's going to take maybe a minute to two minutes. But since I'm at medium high, it's already cooking, but I'm watching it. And you can tell, again, by the fragrance, after you've been doing this a while, that it's getting co- it's at the right stage. And then, boom, we're going to push the uh, basil and the parsley in. We're going to put it back on the heat, and we're going to swirl that together. Now the basil and the parsley is going to bring the temperature of the oil back down. And we can raise it up to medium high if we're not at medium high, and just spin that around and keep an eye on it that the garlic doesn't burn. But you're just going to keep them for a minute or two. We're going to kind of wilt the uh, basil and the garlic or cook it, whatever you want to say it, and then see how that's going. Swirl that. Yeah, you're oof, you know those triceps on you, man. Those are you know it's an underrated muscle. Uh, tricep 
I think. But on you, it looks great. Um, not that I would look bad on anybody, but I just noticed. I'm just, you know, pointing out how good your tries are. Um, so take, uh, okay, so we got that cooked. We're going to take the cheese now. We're going to throw the cheese in. Now, this is when you could have not enough olive oil. So you want to have about a quarter-inch olive oil at the bottom of the pan there. Say so your cheese is kind of floating on the... And now just start swirling together and see the cheese is starting to melt into the oil. Um, and we're going to... We're just going to soften up the cheese a little bit in the oil by itself. And then we have this container, of heavy cream. And then we're going to put about half of the heavy cream in there. Again, this isn't science. Glug it in there. Glug, 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 glug. And now we have a little... Um, just start stirring. Now... We're at medium-high, and we're going to bring this up so that the cheese melts into the cream, but you don't want to scald the cream or burn the bottom of the pan, the cheese, or anything. So keep stirring and keep an eye on that. Um, while I get, I'm going to grind some pepper in there, and then I'm going to add the bacon. See? And then you swirl the bacon in. And uh, if you're a spice person, you could add some uh, hot pepper or some hot sauce at this point. Or not. Um, and salt is a dangerous thing with this. Like this would be the time to add a little bit of salt. Now see it's going to start bubbling. The cream's going to start foaming. Just stir it and we're going to drop it down to medium. It's almost boiling and we just want to melt the cheese but we don't want to cook anything. But, you know, we want it hot. So maybe keep it at medium. Okay, that's good. And um, swirl that in. The pepper's looking good. Now you can add salt but you never know how salty your bacon's going to be. So maybe just add salt to taste while you're eating it um, so that you don't over-salt it and ruin the dish. But So at this point, the cheese is melted. Everything's mixed in. We're going to add the pasta back into the pan and yeah, just stir it. And you're just going to keep stirring it and folding the pasta into the cream and just keep folding it. And something magical is going to happen. Watch as you do this. Maybe bump it. We can bump it up to medium high again, and we're going to kind of heat the pasta through. And see, watch as you're folding it. Notice that it's thickening. The sauce is thickening because the liquid is being absorbed by the undercooked pasta. And we're going to do this for about a minute or two. And I'm going to get some bowls. I'm going to shred just a little more cheese, and um, you could sprinkle herbs on the top if you want to be real fancy. But we're just going to shred a little more parmesan. Parmigiana. Yeah, and see how that's thickening up. And uh, you can see it's steaming, so we're, we're getting heated through. Um, but you want to get it, you can get it nice and thick there. And uh, now this is going to be a hearty, hearty meal. Believe me, this is like, if you're, you know, you don't want to be eating this all the time because it's got the calories, it's got the saturated fat, it's got the non-saturated fat, it's got the carbohydrates, it's got the cheeses, it's got the sugars, it's got the creams. I don't know about sugars, but, uh, so that's it. Look at how thick that is. And yeah, we're just going to dole that into two bowls and less is going to be more because we got the bake. This is a rich, delicious, and that's it. Eat it while it's hot. Sit down, you eat. And, um, the only downside to this recipe is, one, it's so rich, and we made a lot, and we made it to share because, you know, she's coming over, believe it or not, to eat some of this. You believe that? Yeah, she's bringing her boyfriend. But, uh, you know, said so to ask her out, and I said, oh, we're going to go cook. And she said, oh, can I ask my, you know, uh, 
Ricky, my 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 boyfriend, to come. I said, sure. So they're going to be here. So maybe we'll make friends with. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you until you had some, you know, some comfort food. Well, I don't need, co- you know, cooking's my cooking for you is my comfort. Um, so I'd say, yeah, you eat that. Isn't that great? Um, so like I said, the only downside is it doesn't. So we have those two to share with because um, they uh, it just doesn't. It's not good for leftovers, something like it's like all the cream gets absorbed into the pasta and all that's left is oil. It's it's edible and good. It's just not – it's just unbelievable right now, right? All right. Okay. I'm going to um, hit the magic podcast button so that we share it with this girl that I had a crush on and her boyfriend. And uh, the dishes are done. And then we'll be right back here in my kitchen magically in five for and you just eat that creamy, creamy bacon-filled pasta. Again, if you don't eat pork products, you could try some turkey bacon. You could try some, uh, yeah, turkey bacon's probably your best bet, or some bacon, or something like smoked, um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe some smoked salmon might be good in there. All right, three, two, one. All right, so yeah, look at how clean the kitchen is. They were they were nice. I mean, yeah, they seem happy together. So I'm not, that doesn't bother me one bit. Um, yeah, she did seem uh, like not my type. I mean, as far as being wonderful, beautiful, that laugh. But I mean, again, yeah, not my type as far as like maturity level for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I need someone with a, you know immaturity level right so okay so kitchen's clean everything's put away leftovers you're full but you're ready to eat again in some sense okay so what we did while you got while you were eating your pasta was we prepped our um, taco uh i have shredded cheese i have that sour cream and lime smoked paprika i have some hard taco shells ready to go in my toaster oven uh, so I have my taco and some salsa and some hot sauce ready to go for tacos. Now, ground beef tacos, I don't know where you come from, but to me, there's nothing like there's nothing that says middle America or anywhere USA like ground beef tacos. Um, and it's a easy, it's a comfort food for me. And actually I met someone, I grew up on the East coast. I met someone that grew up in L outside of LA and it was their favorite comfort food. So seems like one of those things that uh, is easy to make. So this is a twist on ground beef tacos, which are already easy enough to make. But this is also going to teach you the basics of making a meatball, which you can pretty much use as a jumping point for going anywhere. And it just makes it easier to store and freeze leftovers. But So we have our taco prep, and then we have two pounds of ground beef. I put it in this giant bowl I have here. You can see just the ground beef in there. Now I have two eggs, I have the taco seasoning, I have two-thirds of a cup of breadcrumbs, and that's it. And I'm going to take the eggs, I'm going to crack, crack them, put them in the, with the beef. Then we're going to put the breadcrumbs in and the taco seasoning. Now I'm going to mix it with my bare hands, they're clean. The it, Your hands are going to get really cold and covered in beef juice and other stuff, but we're just going to squeeze it together. See, watch, I'm doing that. Oh, that's, yeah, I do, I, I, I mean, I have some, yeah, thanks, I'm glad you like my hands. Um, 
You're just going to squeeze. Yeah, it's fun squeezing the egg yolks through your fingertips, isn't it? And the crushing the ground beef. Very therapeutic. But we're going to see how the seasonings are starting to mix it. The taco seasonings mixing in. But this is your basic um, ground beef superstructure that I follow. is a third of a cup of breadcrumbs, an egg, and a pound of ground beef. And now I, I, I just remember that I sh- uh, chopped up two handfuls of cilantro that I'm going to throw in there. Uh, if you like cilantro. So, yeah, we're just going to do that. And that that's it. See, it's all mixed together. And now I'm going to start making little meatballs. I make my meatballs um, in my hand. So they're uh, maybe one inch to one and a half inch meatballs. And the, you're going to be able to make, we're gonna make a lot of meatballs here. Yeah, watch me. Yeah, that's relaxing. No, we don't. We don't need to make out right now. But I can feel the tension between us. I guess we're not gonna. It, I guess it worked out. Like this is like I'm like Ducky or whatever the hell the guy's name was, and you're like the pink lady. I guess Anthony Michael Hall would be who I would be. Uh, yeah. No, that's definitely a hundred percent. But he never got with Molly Ringwald. It was Andrew McCarthy and then Ducky, right? Um. But he got with somebody, right? Um, Kelly, um, when they made the robot woman with weird science, didn't he? He had a girlfriend, maybe. But yeah, I'm Anthony. Just remember, yeah. So maybe we don't need to break this tension. Maybe Andrew McCarthy is going to show up and sweep you off your feet. Yeah, we're like, uh, who is that? I'm thinking, I know what movie you're talking about. It was Eric Stoltz, and she was blonde. Um, Mary something, um, not Mary Stewart, Master Antonio, but, uh, Mary W maybe. But anyway, um, so that's it. Look at all these meatballs. Now cooking your meatballs, you might be saying, what the hell did you do? So what I have on my stove here is a cast iron combo. It's a griddle on one side and a grill on the other. Now I'm going to turn it over. It covers two burners so I can cook all these meatballs on the grill here at about medium heat. My grill's warm. And you just got to rotate them and cook them. Now there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. You could cook them in the oven. You cook them on the grill outside. You probably fry them. Um, Again, uh, (laughs) for this case... If you're just making it, like, just take how many you need for dinner tonight, maybe, and fry them if you don't have a, a stovetop grill or a grill outdoors. And, you know, they're going to be a little lumpy because of the grill. It'll be more like a, like a, a triangle-ish shape. That's fine. And the nice thing is we're going to get them, um, they're going to be nice and crispy on the outside. That's the way I like them. And then they can be medium well to done on the inside. Probably don't want to go medium because they have anything less than medium well because they they have eggs uh, and like to think like how much do we spend look at all these meatballs and we're we're cooking them look at uh and then yeah you're gonna heat up the taco shells and look at how crispy they're getting oh and it's gonna be just like you you're having taco night but instead of a in a saucepan you're gonna ha- we're just gonna take the meatball. It's like this. What? Yeah, well, I have it ready for you. And we're like a fork. Oh, wait, there's somebody knocking at the door. Holy cow. Hey, what's up, man? It's Andrew McCarthy, Eric Stoltz, 
and uh, John Cryer are here to take your pick. You, you don't have to. You can tell me later, because I know I told I showed them all your profile. Yeah, they're all single tonight, and for you, believe it. Yeah, believe it. Um, so yeah, uh, and the blonde woman from the movie, and Molly Ringwald, just in case you you know you're attracted. You know, whoever, take your pick. Yeah, I mean, there's enough meatballs for everybody. Psh, good to see you. Good. You guys look great. Eric, you and Molly, your hair is all similar shades of red. You guys aren't related, are you? Yeah, no. You guys heard about the girl from Trader Joe's? Now she's got a boyfriend. Psh, no big deal. No big deal. Um, so that's it, the meatballs. What you want to do is, hey, everybody, gather around. Uh, hey, John, man, you... You could have, this is an affordable meal, but I'm sure you, you know, you could buy freaking your whole calf with the, you're doing great. I'm so happy things worked out for you because I loved you in that, uh, hiding out. Yeah. Andrew, you're just the silent type. I know, man, you just kick back. Um, Andrew, you know, I thought for a little while I got you and Paul McCartney mixed it up when I was a little kid. <laughs> Funny, huh? Um, so we're going to take the meatballs off and then you just hit it with a fork and like, Chopping it into fourths, and it's taco-sized. Yeah, it's ta- taco, taco Tuesday, and it is Tuesday, isn't it? Is it Tuesday I'm recording this? Yeah, Taco Tuesday. I'm having Taco Tuesday with you guys. Meatball Taco Tuesday. And then you don't have to, again, you don't have to eat the, You could eat these as meatballs on some sort of pasta, maybe, or you can eat them in soft tacos. You can eat them by yourself if you want a low-carb situation. And this really stretches you out. Now, the only, you know, sauce them up, guys, everybody. Yeah, so that's it. I'm here. I'm here live with um, you, of course, most important person. And those people uh, that are here to go out with you, well, one of those people. Um, so, yeah, why don't you guys fill up on tacos? I uh, have this magical room that you can get to know each other in in whatever way you two are comfortable rest of us will kick back and just, you know, talk, stomach, you know, just have one of those conversations when you got a stomach full of creamy pasta and tacos and, uh, you know, comfort. Uh, that's what we got here. So thanks. Uh, you know, again, th- I got to thank uh, you. I got to thank the girl from Trader Joe's and her boyfriend, uh, who said he gave me when I opened the door? He said, "You know, don't don't look at you know, stay away from her." And I said, "Don't worry, bro." Um, Got to thank you know the concept of Trader Joe's of convenience and value, uh, you know, or the theory uh, of that. Um, whatever market you shop at, I hope you're getting all that. You know, if you're John Cryer, I got to thank John Cryer for being here. But you know. Uh, he did, you know, he he's really did great for himself. So he didn't mind not need value, but he probably would respect it still, right, John? And um, Eric Stoltz, who I've always looked up to for some, I, I think he's got gravitas, no doubt about it. Um, Mary, and I, I forgot your last name, but I love love you and that cute Bob, and you you look great. And whatever that movie it was with Eric, you did it was great. You were that kind of faux punker. And, uh, Andrew, you know, you put the sweater vest and sweater vest, bro. No doubt about it. Um, and Molly, you know, 
what can I say about you that hasn't been said? The positive stuff. I don't even know if there's any negative stuff out there about you, but there shouldn't be. So that's it. Um, glad you're all here. I hope I helped you all fall asleep. Molly, I got one question for you, and we'll go out on this. Is uh, Have you seen Snowpiercer? You have? Because did you notice, so the scientist's daughter, again, I'm not good with names, um, she seemed to be channeling the girl that was in Breakfast Club with you whose name escapes me. Like, wasn't she, was she channeling that character, do you think? Like, it seemed to me like it was straight from the Breakfast Club, the Snowpiercer, by way of uh, my father's the scientist behind this train, and I'm his daughter, that's a, whatever she was, they were consuming that, like, um, uh, stuff that they said they, whatever, you know? Right? Totally. Yeah. Oh, you guys could have brought Chris Evans? Yeah, I don't know how it would react because I saw in the movie Sunshine, he was so good at being dislikable and might just get into a fight with him, even though that's only a character. And I loved him in Snowpiercer. So, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I loved Snowpiercer. Yeah, you don't have to understand it, right? It doesn't It's great, brave to make a movie like that and make for it to be enjoyable. And it's like almost like, yeah, tear Terry Gilliam throwback is what I was thinking too. Oh boy, uh, yeah, you almost look for his name in the credits, right? So great stuff. Yeah, I'm glad we saw it on that. And you, you know, take your pick, whoever. You know, this is like a dreamlike situation. So, I mean, I see you looking at John Cryer, but I don't know if that's just because he's still hilarious, even funnier in person, right? Um, or you know, whatever. Okay, I'm glad you're here. Glad you're asleep, and I'm glad now you have, uh, you know, foods that could may or may not be made. All right, good night.